Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, at first when you brought this up, I was th- I thought about the grandma that I love of yours, and mm-hmm. I was like, are we gonna have to fight her? No, no, no. Like I will go one. talk to her right now. Yo, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're back in bed. I'm just kidding. Don't. We're not doing that. But you know what I realized? What? I don't think we have said our names in our intro since we started recording. Well, hello. Glad so, you made it here. So for all you new people, um, I'm Tara. And I'm Cheyenne. And we and- are. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the boy and girls. <laughs> oh goodness so, i feel like in the beginning we really went heavy on the hi this is the you know and I then know. now we're and like then, you made it here you have to know who right. we are right you yeah, clicked yeah. on something that said cheyenne and tara right right our names are in the like the little you know you know right um but i realized that there's this podcast that i'm listening to that they've been recording for like three or four years now and they say their names at the beginning of every episode. I huh. can't get behind the every single episode. No, thing. it's weird to me. I don't like it. Yeah, like every single one. Like we, okay. You're listening, also, right? You're right. like the veterans would get annoyed, I feel. Yeah. The OGs would be like, let me skip the first 15 seconds where they say their right. names. We know. But also. <laughs> every now and again, though. I don't necessarily need everybody to know my name. Because if y'all didn't know, there's Loki a serial killer in Oregon right now. They found another right. body. What? They found another body on Wednesday. Is this like six This is now? like six or seven. The pro- But the police aren't saying that it's connected. Uh-huh. But all of these women were killed and found in remote places. Like this lady was found in a field not that far from your house, actually. We and there were two bodies not that far from my house found, and they were all suspicious circumstances. Just like randomly placed there, like yeah. But they won't like say that it's actually connected because they don't want to scare people. Yeah. But like the news is saying, mm, we're pretty sure these are all connected because it's wild how many women's bodies have popped up just in the last like two months. Just like randomly. Yeah. It is kind of terrifying, though, y'all, because it's, like, in the main parts of the city. And these people are going missing from larger areas. They're just, their bodies are just being placed mm-hmm. further outside of the, like, the metro area. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, where they're last seen and shit is definitely, like, the heart of... Right. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre, scary. actually. Yeah. Don't. So don't do anything other than go to work and go home. But like, also, don't go to the grocery store because you might get kidnapped in the parking lot. I mean, maybe. Like, Stay safe out there, god dang. Shit, I remember I when I first a- saw that, I was like, are you kidding me? I have totally spaced that it was like still active, though. That it was still a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like once it was on the news, there weren't any more bodies for a while. I mean, like, yeah, I, I literally like saw the been... article. Because it was literally, like, five or six bodies within days of each other. Or mm-hmm. I guess within, like, maybe a month. Mm-hmm. And they were spread all over. Mm-hmm. Including one up in Washington, but also not that far from where we are. Yeah, like, drivable for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's scary. 
It's kind of weird. Yeah. They're going to make an NCIS episode about us. Or like a 2020 or a 60 Minutes or a Dateline. Yeah, or... something. <laughs> Remember that guy I used to work with that had a 60 Minute? Wait, what? The guy I used to work with that had a 60 Minute? He was on 60 Minutes? Yeah. Had like a I whole know. thing. But he got out of it. He tried to throw his girlfriend off a cliff in China when they're on vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why? But then took out like a huge amount on her life insurance and then she randomly fell off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he can't. got, yeah, he got, uh, he was seen trying to look like he was trying to throw her off the balcony. That was an allegation. Right. But then the cliff thing, he just happened to take a huge, like, change her life insurance and then. She miraculously fell off a cliff on a hike. Yeah. That shit does not happen on accident. Yeah. So he definitely had one of those episodes. Wild. And he definitely worked with me. And he was definitely creepy as fuck. Like how I literally. He, how is he not in prison? I, I have no idea. I think is it, it because was he be- came back to the US. Uh, I think he was originally from here. Well, I know. But didn't you say. Yeah. Yeah. He came back to the US from the balcony incident. And then. The cliff incident where she actually like passed away. Oh, that was that in the U.S. Yeah, that was in the U.S. Oh, wild. And I think it was because he had like previous allegations and crimes that had to do with like domestic and their situation and everything. Mm-hmm. And like the picture is like kind of hard to fucking get out of. That's not a coincidence, you know. Right, and yet he's still walking around. Yeah, and then he was still out and about. Wild. I'm gonna look. Yeah. I'm gonna Google this. Yeah. I'll try to remember his name. But yeah, it was definitely, and he was definitely, I remember he told me he liked my hair in this like specific style I had that I had like, it was something like random, like I had like space buns in or something. Like Uh something that like is not my typical hairstyle. He's like, and he like your hair. I like when you, no, he said, I like when you do your hair like that. And I was like, (laughs) get away from me. Ew. Not like that's a cute hairstyle. He was like, I right. like you do your hair. I feel like, oh, you look cute oh, when you... your hair's done like that. I like when you do your hair like that. Oh, yeah, Ew. that's terrifying. Um, anyway, stay we were... safe, ladies. Yo, honestly. Honestly. It's wild out here. Get on that buddy system. Yo. Do you ever watch heavyweights? not sleep on the buddy system. Do you ever watch heavyweights? Huh? Heavyweights? No. <sighs> I don't even know what that is. You don't know like what heavyweights is? Like heavyweight champion? Like WWE? <laughs> no, like Fat Camp for Kids with Ben Stiller. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my. One I don't watch any of the weight ones. movies of the 90s. It's not even about Definitely. the weight. It's You have to watch it because he comes in and takes over the camp and it's a whole thing. But like, I definitely thought you were talking about a show that was kind of like my 500-pound life or whatever. No, no, no. It's a movie. And oh, it's nope. a com- it's a children's comedy, but they're in the water, and she's like, "Aren't you supposed to be watching them?" And he goes, "They're on the body system." And she goes, "What?" And he goes, "Bodies!" And they're in the water holding hands. They go, "Bodies!" Yes, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get the reference, but yes, just like that. <sighs> buddy system always. Otherwise, you'll get murdered, and we're not Yo, joking. Okay, when it gets cold again, I'm gonna come over. And we're going to spend the entire weekend just watching movies. Just binging. binging. Like, there's so many, and it drives me crazy that you don't get it. You don't understand. I know. The fact that you haven't created me a list yet is beyond me. If you don't think that I don't have a list in my notes, 
I love friends. it. Okay, so back to this, uh, these uh, unaliving women. Uh huh. Kind of a spinoff off that, and definitely a lighter uh, conversation. Um, not to be unalive, but you know that concept of or that question where it says, "Would you be an egg for a year for a million dollars?" What? But there's a catch. The catch is you have, and you can't. The catch is you have to be taken care of by somebody for a year. So if they break you, you just uh, you're unalive now. If they purposely break you, they get a million dollars. Or if they if they let you survive as an egg for a year, then you turn back into you with a million dollars. Then you can like split a fifty fifty or whatever. Whatever you guys wanted. Or they could kill me and get the whole million? Yeah. I'm never getting an egg. <laughs> you wouldn't do it? I don't trust anybody that much. Not even like... You think if you got put into an egg... Uh-huh. And they said, Tara, can you... If you crack this egg, whether on accident or on purpose... You get a million dollars. No, if it's on accident, nobody gets a million dollars. Okay, if you break this egg and kill your friends with no uh-huh. consequences, you walk away with a million dollars. Yeah. But if you take care of this egg for a year, she gets a million dollars. Well, whatever we would set up. Like, if I was the one, if I was turning into an egg and I was giving myself to you for a year, I was like, but you better take care of me for 365 days. When we come out of this, we're still going to be best friends and we're going to invest a million dollars into whatever said thing is. I just have to take an L for 365 days. Take a little long snappy snap. You know what I'm saying? And then we would come out. What happens when times get tough and I need a little bit of money? I mean, that's just a little. I would have to like trust whoever was taking care of me to like not break. I don't like like not intentionally pocket a million dollars. I don't like it. But you would get a million dollars. Okay, but like husbands kill their wives and children and shit all the time for insurance money. A really good nap for 365 days. Come out refreshed and rich. Refreshed and rich. Are you kidding me? I just don't think I... I don't know if I trust people. A a hibernating period and you would come out with a million dollars. Right, or somebody whispers in your ear. Hey, if you crack that egg, I'll only take a hundred thousand, and you can have the rest. I mean, that's the see, that's the catch. Somebody and then you're can like, crack shit, you. I don't have to share the whole million. I only lose a hundred thousand, and I right. walk with nine hundred thousand. I mean, yeah, that's just a thing. Would you do it though? No. Would you give w- no. if you had that opportunity? Would you do it? Would I? No. Really? Potentially give my life for a million dollars. No. Potentially. Absolutely not. I would or, rather be alive and poor. Or a lot. You could just pretend, see yourself as working for 365 days and you got a million dollars. Right. Assuming that whoever is taking care of me doesn't decide to pocket the money themselves. Right. You don't think like your grandma would keep you in like a vase in the hutch? No one would ever know. She would never touch it. You don't know. You would grandma. stay alive for promise. Like would you, be think, promise. you think I like nice things? Where do you think yeah, I get you that taste you, from? Your grandma does not need your broken egg have an ass money. <laughs> she, 
she's good. <laughs> but what happens if she doesn't make it the whole year? I'm just there and people forget about me? Or do I That's still just you pop out? That's what you should hope. Because if something were to happen, then you would just be left on the hutch until day 365. And then you would just like... Until they oh, start gee, packing up the house and they say, what the fuck is this? Throw it in the box, <laughs> crack. Maybe you have to come with like instructions. <laughs> like a plaque. Yeah, like I'm best, I'm best preserved in three inches of bubble wrap. <laughs> you know, like... Right, but again, <sighs> I'd have to trust somebody in my family not to just throw me in a goodwill box. I mean, that is true. And then some kid dropped me off the shelf. <laughs> just right on the box. Him... Egg equals Tara. Do not throw. Because <laughs> his mom told him to put his hands in his pockets and he don't listen, so he grabbed it off the shelf and. <laughs> No. Absolutely Watching your not. death just at a goodwill or something? Absolutely not. No. I will work hard for every penny I have. I don't need to take a nap for a year. And trust hey, I'm on the opposite end. I think I would do it. I think I would do it. You would miss like out have... on a year of your child's life? Okay. That part. Oh, God. Realistically. <laughs> realistically, of course. Right. That's not you viable. As right now. Not you not with my son. a year ago. Okay. But me as a person, if I didn't have my son right now. But you have because your son, that's so my that's not allowed. That's my only thing. Okay. If so I were in your position, or if you got me a year ago, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. There is not a doubt in my mind, other than my son, that I would have said yes to being an egg for 365 days. So you currently, as a person now, the answer would be no then. Yeah, the stakes would have to be higher. It would have to be like, maybe if it was like a billion. Yeah, like a billion dollars or like something that would drastically change his future. Not that a million dollars wouldn't, but like if it were like $10 million. A million dollars is not that much money these days. Right, that's what I was like. If it was like $10 million or maybe like $100 million. Actually life-changing money, not just money that's going to disappear you could buy a house and it's only going to pay for half of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 If the stakes were higher for me and I could leave my son with somebody for a year, like if he stayed with his dad for a year and then I came back and then was able to spend every waking moment with him because of this egg experience. <laughs> and then I just had like all the money to do anything that he wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Like, live where we wanted to live, go to the schools we wanted to go to, you know, that he wanted to, that, or needed see, to, like, whatever it was. Here's you know? the downside to that. If you mm-hmm. had to make the choice tomorrow, uh huh, when you came back in a year, would he remember you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I can I don't, people come out of comas not remember anything, but sometimes they have, like, a feeling. Right, but, I like, I don't think he's necessarily going to remember. Different. Well, I think it's, like, the energy. I don't think it's like a memory. He's not going to like remember that I was holding him 366 days ago. Right. But like you'll be a stranger. I would. Essentially. Scary. Yeah. I would be a stranger. He would just feel that I was like, he knew me, but he didn't, he wouldn't know how. Right. I right. don't like it. I mean, I don't like it either, but I feel like it's no different than people like in the like army in the... getting deployed or right. being, I mean, having yeah. like a ship job that where they're out of the the state or whatever for x amount of months of the year or whatever you know yeah i mean i guess so like if this if it was like buco dollars if it was buco dollar i would for sure have to take that l 
I mean, if it was one of those things where it was like you got a million dollars for like every day that you were in the egg. If I had $365 million, absolutely. I would have to take it. I would be so dumb not to. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for a million. It would have to be way more. Yeah. 365 days is a small amount compared to a lifetime of like opportunity because of those 365 days. Right. But it would have to be way more than a million. Because think about like the average cost of a house and like the average cost of a car. Well, here you still couldn't even buy. Like I couldn't buy a house in my neighborhood. Right. With a million dollars. That's trash. I also couldn't buy a house in my neighborhood. Yeah, exactly my point. Like for a million. Yeah. So for a million dollars, I would just be choosing to miss out. Right. For money that like might help a little bit, but not life changing. Mm -hmm. Because then you also have to work to maintain that house. And that's just expensive. Well, it would be more the that million dollars. Basically, you would have to work to make that money work for you. Right. Versus the other way where if you got like a Which, lump sum. Right, that if I got $365 million. Right. Versus the $1 million that would go straight into an investment so that it mm-hmm. could grow and I could have it later. Yeah. But, like, I'm still going to work paycheck to paycheck. But, like, yeah. I'm going to have that money somewhere that <laughs> I'm looking forward to. Yeah, a million's not enough. What about $10 million? I feel like $10 million, I would even question I mean, it. I would be like, right, that's still like A million? I feel like that's, like... I need minimum $100 million. So, if somebody came up to you tomorrow and was like, Tara, turn into an egg for 365 days, and I will give you $90 million, you would be like... Sorry, guys. We just got more photos of the baby. Oh, let me see. If you guys are on our Instagram, we were on Baby Watch all week. Oh my gosh! Oh, look at that little face. He low-key looks like a little gnome. He definitely looks like a gnome. That face. Oh. Okay, long ass pause, y'all. But sorry. <laughs> yeah, look at that little gnome. This little baby has a big nose. He does. But his parents have big noses, I yeah, feel do. like. so. They have strong noses. Yeah. But he's I feel adorable, like his little, he's got his little button chin. That little, that little crease in it. The little chin. indent his mom has. Yeah. With that nose. like. Yeah, literally. Oh, God, anyway, anyway. Okay, okay, okay. So Gosh, real so quick, cute. also, newborn babies to me are not cute. That's not just you. I have a everybody. hard time with, like, fresh babies. Uh-huh. But so far, we've gotten very lucky in our group. I My first thought this morning when I saw the p- picture of, like, the newborn baby, I was like, <gasps> right. it's not that bad. Right. I was like, he doesn't look like a gross, slimy alien. Yeah. Because, like, I've seen some newborn babies, and I'm like, oh, cute. I mean, they be going through it in there. So, like, it's definitely a 50-50 right. if you get a little mush fish, you know what I'm talking about? Right. The one that has no, like structure because it's too deep in the ocean uh-huh that's how they come out right <laughs> everything's soft so like they're mm-hmm. they're they don't know what they look like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's definitely no. all over the honestly place. scared to have a baby for that reason because what if they come out gross well we've had two me. two for two i know two cute two newborns in this house two. so excited i cannot wait to meet uh. him okay anyway right, so well. for a hundred million yeah i'm getting in the egg and taking a nap Okay. I would say I would do it for 30. 30 million? For 30, 30, I would probably have to do you it. You a cheap hoe. Yeah, I Not am. Not me. 
I'm like the I high am. roller ones. You got to call the agency. But at the he end said, of the you get me on the corner. Days, if somebody came up to us when we were together and they were like, y'all both could turn to eggs right now. 30 million a piece. Here's the See thing. you on 366 could days. Could we be like twins and hang out in the same egg together? With like maybe <laughs> with like maybe a couple of decks of like card games? Like some Uno. <laughs> could we I was 10. just about to say, could we hibernate with a pack of Uno cards or <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. If you haven't discussed this with any of your friends, start asking people because it's serious right. business. This egg, this egg journey. Would you where did you, where did you hear this TikTok? Of course. And it was random. It wasn't like I'm a sorry. duet to anything. This bitch has not has not seen the greatest movies of the 90s and early 2000s, but she has seen everything you can think of on TikTok. I have. My TikTok is very diverse, if you will. Very diverse. Is it? Including is this it egg just, thing. Is it just the top trends? The things trending? That's what you see. No, absolutely not. It's definitely, you could, I feel like scrolling through it, you go through every single personality I ever have. Wild. And it's, sometimes it gets a, it gets a little crazy on there. But. You're enough. Yeah, I can't. Um, Real fast. because I, I am enough. Thank you. <laughs> no. Listen, I had two thoughts at the same time. I cut each other off. You're welcome. Oh. Um, real quick, I just thought of something that happened to me today at work, hmm. and it pops into my head, and I just, I have to laugh. So I was talking to one of my coworkers, and he, I don't remember what, we were talking about, like, body shapes or something, and he said something, he was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, everybody loves, like, a thick girl, but nobody likes fat guys. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's not true. There's a lot of people that, like, huskier men. Yeah. He's like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, personally, I don't want a skinny man. I right. I like a slim, thick kind of guy. And he's like, what? And I said, let me Google. So I typed in slim, thick, black man. Don't Google it. <laughs> the first 10 things that pop up are Pornhub. <gasps> the fact that you just didn't Google... Like I didn't Slim think... thick and give him the definition or like anything no, else I you need, had I to do. I needed a photo. It. I needed a photo of a man that I would be attracted to. But you couldn't think of just like an actor or an actress or a no. rapper or no. anything? No. I just was like, let me just give you a variety. <laughs> you just pull, pull up Pornhub. You're like, well, ev- this is about right. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go to my favorite. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was oh, dying. Shit. I was like, of course, I'm literally at work. My phone's like this. Like, I'm not even, like, you know, holding it down or anything. I'm just like this. And I was like, oh, Pornhub, 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 Pornhub. Wow. And he goes, wow, are you trying to share your porn with me at work? <laughs> yeah, he like, went he from, like, I don't think that's appropriate. Went from talking about body types to uh, an HR claim <laughs> very quickly. Yep. Uh, all right, y'all. Okay. Are we ready? Well, let's go. Let's go. Okay. I want to know if there is anything that you can think of in your adult body now that you wish somebody would have taught you 
or explains to you when you were in a child's body? Ooh, in a child's body? Like, when you were a child growing up, Mm -hmm. was there a lesson or something that you wish somebody would have told you or explained to you about something that you are now experiencing in your adult body? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I think something that I would have wanted to be taught per se when I was a child Mm -hmm. was that my body was a temple instead of I kind of had like the opposite, you know, like I had a family that would like fat shame a kid and then Mm -hmm. like talk down about it or like cover your body or like, you know, just shit like that instead of promoting the opposite like if you don't want to wear that don't wear that if you want to walk around in your bathing suit in the middle of winter in the house do that if you want like more of a body positive household versus yeah yeah can you put something on nobody wants to see that yeah yeah for sure like just telling i would have wanted to know that your body is the sole thing that you appreciate the most yeah I feel I like as a kid, that starts very soon. And it's something that I'm very passionate about with my son. Yeah. Is making him, like, hyper aware of, like, his body, other people's bodies. Like, being comfortable with somebody else's body and their own. And, like, boundaries mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So, like, that for me, for sure. Oh, sure. I, I agree. Because growing up with a mother who is very focused on her outer appearance and what other people think of her... Mm-hmm. it was just like constantly I wasn't good enough to be seen in public is how I felt all right so you're that, just like always absolutely. wanting to cover yourself right it was that's what you're gonna wear that's how you're gonna do your hair mm-hmm. that's what you're gonna look like to go to this place yeah that's and I feel like gonna, yeah and I feel like your body confidence regardless if it's like like what your hair looks like or what how much you weigh it's just like how you feel about yourself determines Mm -hmm. how you carry yourself in the real world when it comes to confidence going into a business meeting or confidence going in on dates or confidence and making your own decisions for yourself you know like i feel like it goes hand in hand with all those things just being able to wear the skin that you have confidently you know yeah and i feel like a lot of that goes into like a healthy lifestyle because it was mm-hmm. never about being healthy in my household. It was about being in the smallest pair of jeans possible. Uh, they were like, if you could they... be skinny, lit. I don't care how you get there. Right. It wasn't anything to do with nutrition or exercise. It was, wow, I have to buy a larger size jean for you than I did mm-hmm. last year for school. Yeah. Versus being like, oh, we should... I'll go on a walk around the block or like, let's go for a bike ride or right. like, have you drank enough water today? <laughs> let's start going on walks. <laughs> like after normal dinner, like, daily. Right. right. It was all based on mm. the number that was printed on the tag of the pants. That's what the focus yeah, was. That, yeah. I hate that. And I hate that it was so common. Right. And it, I mean, that's the way that our parents were raised. That's the way that their parents were raised. It was never about being healthy. But, um, and I don't know how many times, like, I would go to the doctor as a child, and not yeah. one thing was about my weight. What would you mean? Um, I mean, probably the same. Although, I what really thought just the whole, like, body positive. The same thing? And, yeah. Just, like, mm-hmm. you know, being taught how to be comfortable being who you are versus being told that you're not good enough the way you are. Mm-hmm. 
you know and i mean that also goes right like with, nurturing your body instead of because also like, right and that i said that also goes with the times that you and i were kids there wasn't a body positive yeah anything there was no advertisements there was yeah. no like you know it wasn't a thing right it was like straight so, body like, shaming until right. we there were was adults. no such thing as like body positive yeah in the 90s slash early 2000s one thing i wish i was told as a kid well i wouldn't say as a kid but more like telepathically if somebody could have given me the insight on how hard it was to break generational like trauma and like terrible fucking habits like that yeah <clears throat> like, like not... even in conversations right. just trying but... to strip like negative phrases or negative words that mm-hmm. mean more so glass half empty versus half full you know yeah because that shit is like a daily fucking struggle like oh 100%. i have to correct myself like every day i'm like like i'll think of something and i'm like i don't really fucking mean that i mean something like this and i have to like constantly like fight myself to undo all the baggage that's been like brought onto us for like generations mm-hmm. you know like and see that that's just fucking hard yeah but that goes People back to that goes back to our lucky girl syndrome episode is it putting yourself in that mindset every day because yeah. it's so easy to say nothing good happens to me i never win i ne- nothing you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i never get picked first or this or that it's so much easier to say that than it is to say today is a good day you know I'm what gonna i'm gonna change this <laughs> yeah Right. So, you know, a call back to that episode. Like, it's hard to put yourself in that position, but if you make it a habit, it'll be easier to break the bad ones when you switch them out for good ones. Ooh. Another thing. I wish I was told that it only takes 10 days to attain a habit. Good and bad. I've heard 21 days. Mm, 21 days? I wish I wasn't on Zoom on my phone because I would Google check it right now. Can you? Um, Can we fact check this? Because I said I thought it was 10 days. I mean, regardless, 21 isn't that much. But let's see. The point being, it's not that extensive to start a habit, right. good or bad. Oh, well, we were both wrong. Google what is it? 15. Says- Habit formation can take an average of 59 to 70 days, according to a new 2021 study. Okay. Well, two months then. It can take about 59 days until a new habit becomes automatic. Oh, were we? Okay. So how many days is it to get an addiction? Maybe that's what I'm recalling. Because an addiction, I think, is 10 days. I mean, as long as you're addicted to being positive, it's fine. Well, this does say that developing an addiction is much quicker than processing and treating one. So I guess it kind of depends on... No, because I think it also depends on what the addiction is. Because, like, it can take... Like what you're getting addicted to? Yeah, because there's different things, you know, react to your brain and your body differently in that sense versus, Mm -hmm. like, a good habit, you know. Okay. Well, also... Also, I don't think it takes 59 to 70 days of doing it. I think it's just consistency. So if you do it twice a week mm-hmm. for two months, it becomes part of your day. You're not routine. doing it for 70 days. But right. yeah, it's definitely yeah. implemented at that point. You know, yeah. Fuck, if I do it I mean, one a week, it's stuck. I don't know. I've only been taking my multivitamins for 30 days, and it's still really hard for me to remember to take them every day. So I have 39 well. more days before <laughs> I get to that 70, and then, you know, then it'll be automatic, That's and I won't hilarious. think about it. Um, <laughs> No, but when I mentioned your child body versus your adult body, I for mm-hmm. sure 
thought that you were going to say that falling in your adult body feels very different than falling in your child body. Because <laughs> you say that all the time and I laugh every it time does. you talk about it. It does. Because falling in my adult body, I'm not the faller. Knock on what it doesn't fucking start. But I'm not the faller of the group. We've established this. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Of uh, Everyone that we hang out with consistently... Cheyenne is not the faller. So when Cheyenne falls, I'd be eating it. You know what I'm saying? It's not tumble and pick yourself back up. Right, you Mine's can't like just a- pop back up and go back to doing what you're doing. You're like, I just Unless need I'm to drunk, sit down. But right? yeah, for sure. No, I'm I was- like, hold on. Let me collect myself real fast. I was really hoping you were going to say that when I first said adult body. And I was like, because as soon as I said adult body, I thought of you talking about falling in your adult body. That's hilarious. <laughs> um... Going back to this healthy lifestyle, I wish that prioritizing self-care was taught. That it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to take care of yourself. Because I feel like that's a a big thing. People are like, oh, but if I do this for myself, I'm being selfish. Versus, no, you're taking care of yourself. You can't fill up everybody else's cup if your cup is empty. Yes, I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe that. And honestly, I never saw self-care practiced until i was like an adult like out of the house probably saw it on like a video somewhere random like i did not see it in the household i didn't see it i didn't have no aunts or uncles that were doing that you know what i'm saying like that was straight fucking and then when i started i was like is this shit made up is this shit actually work i was like in denial about it you know right be like oh this isn't gonna change anything it doesn't matter if i take care of myself yeah as long as I sleep for a minute and have a nice coffee, I'm good to go. Like, God. Because that also goes I wish into I not only the self-care thing, but tied to that is like learning how to manage stress. Nobody in my life manages stress. At all. I don't I think don't... anybody knows how. No. Because my family still doesn't. <laughs> no, my mom has no clue what to do when she's stressed out, except that like she just yells at everybody. And she's yeah. like... I feel like it's like a 50-50. You get like the Kyles of the world and then you get the yellers of the world. Like those were the two Mm -hmm. things that came out of like you were either an alcoholic rager Mm -hmm. or you were just a screamer. Like those Mm -hmm. were the only two. Those Mm -hmm. were the only two ways. I have two of them. I have two of those in my house. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to get that close to home, you know what I'm saying? But (laughs) I mean, you know, but it is like nobody ever taught me how to manage it. It was just part of life and you just dealt with it. Well, and it was so shunned upon. It wasn't that it was just not taught. What was taught was that caring about mental health was bad. That's what was actually taught. It wasn't just something that was ignored. It was something that we were told to ignore. Like a task given to us. Like ignore your mental health. Like don't worry about it. Like shun like shut down your feelings i don't know go cry in the corner so you're not embarrassed or whatever right if you've got a problem go sit in your room by yourself yeah because i don't know how many times the word depression has been brought up with different people that my mom knows or that i know and her response is the same every time well i don't know why they're depressed i don't know what they're so depressed about they could just get up and go outside and they'll be fine and it's like that's not how it works you're like there are chemicals in your brain that are causing you to not be able to do these things and because of time that she grew up in mm-hmm. nobody gets it because i've had the same conversation with um one of my cousins when i started my therapy and anxiety 
medication journey. Mm-hmm. She is also going to a therapist and on anxiety medication and nobody in her family knows because every time she's tried to bring it up, it's been, well, I don't know what your problem is. You're fine. Just smile more. Yeah. Like, just like... Go outside. Stop, you know. And she worked in healthcare. Like brushing it off. Like, and she worked in healthcare like peak COVID. And she had to quit because of her anxiety was oh, so shit. bad when she was going to work. She had to quit mm-hmm. because her anxiety was crazy. And Damn. same thing. It was, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You're fine. Well, and you're like, uh, what do you mean? It's detrimental it's to my like, being. You don't understand. It's really altering it's like her life. <laughs> and you don't understand it until you're in it. And that's what's so hard about it is like, I can sit here and tell you that I can physically cannot do the things that I used to do. Mm-hmm because of my mental health and you know unless you're in it you're like what's the problem you did it before just do it again no i don't i hate this i don't think it's the same because if i were to tell you if i were to come to you and just be like yo like i've been having really bad night terrors like i've been waking up in like cold sweats or like sleepwalking or something like that you'd be like damn bitch like obviously i don't do that but like that's crazy like, like you should what's go ha- what's changed in your life that's causing yeah like why are you and having what can we night do to solve like why are yeah and then if i were to flip that and if i were to say like oh i'm depressed like i'm thinking about doing things i shouldn't be thinking about then your response would be well, I don't know why you're feeling that way. That's made up. Like, I can have night tears, but I can't have, like, a mental health disease. Right. Like, what? Right. <laughs> what? Make that make sense. It doesn't. What? It doesn't make sense at all. So that's something that I it, it always would have been a conversation. An open dialogue, I, if you will. Yo, because shit like that is covered up by the sayings that are like, well, I never had that. Or, like, my parents never had that. And we're right. perfectly fine. Right. That wasn't a thing what? when I was Are a you? kid. That wasn't Are a thing when I was... Are you fucking fine? Right. When it's even... I mean, going back to even postpartum depression, which has become mm-hmm. a more known thing. But it's not that it didn't exist. It just didn't have a name. The stuff and people didn't talk just, about it. Things don't just... Well, people were shunned to talk about it. Right. Things don't just all of a sudden happen to one generation. Like, this things have been just going like on the world one since day, day one. They just didn't have a name for it. Or there wasn't conversation Mm -hmm. about it, you know. Or didn't allow, in this instance, women to talk about it or to give them resources to deal with it. you were a bad mom. If you didn't feel connected to your child, it's because you were a bad mom. Not that you're dealing with hormones and chemical change and, you know, it was that you just shouldn't Mm -hmm. have been a mom. And that's a terrible way to live. And I can't I think that is one thing. Go ahead. No, I can't. I couldn't fucking imagine either. Because even the little information that I did have when I was pregnant about mm-hmm. postpartum depression or just what it was going to be like after for my own mental health after mm-hmm. having a baby, they spend ninety percent of the time checking on your body, who's ninety percent of the time thriving. Mm-hmm. Right, your body is very good at what it, right. It's, it's essentially what the, it's what the made human to body do. Was, right, right. Like my oven was doing its job, baking baking mm-hmm. the buns perfectly fine. But mm-hmm. the mental health part of it, I feel like it should be flipped. Ten part, ten percent should be on the body, mm-hmm. and then ninety percent should be on the mental health because the going from not having a baby and doing whatever the fuck you want to then having your entire life controlled by a little human that can't speak. Mm-hmm. That shit. Uh, he speaks pterodactyl now. <laughs> but when they're first born, they literally barely open their eyes. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you're like, well, I and don't from know that what very second, right. And I feel like the 90% should be talking about what mental health steps you need to take going up all the way through having a baby and mm-hmm. after having a baby. Right. Like, it because if I can't be... regulate my feelings, 
why am I in charge of making this baby stay alive and human regulate yeah. their feelings? Yeah, like what? Like your appointment should be, how are you feeling physically? Good? Great. So let's sit down and have a conversation about your emotions <laughs> and your mental health. And I have these booklets and let's go through these questionnaires. And like that's yeah, how it definitely. should be. And that's not anywhere close to what it is. I mean, it's definitely better than it used to be, but it's still not where it needs to be. Needs to be. I agree. I agree. Because that shit, I'm thankful for the little resources that I did have. Yeah. And then I, wa- I was able to utilize. And see, branching off of that, I wish I would have been taught more effective communication skills. Like how to communicate with different types of people. Mm-hmm. How to have a professional conversation versus, well, you should know you're in a pe- professional environment. You should just know how to act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say even if I was taught any form of communication that wasn't one sided, because like for me specifically growing up, it was a lot of I'm the adult. So listen to I'm Mm -hmm. the adult so I can do that and I can say that and you're just supposed to obey like a dog. Yep. You know, like that was the energy all the way up until whenever, you know, like they'd be like, why are you wearing that? Go put on something I want you to wear or why are you doing like go do this? It was a because I said so. Yeah, it wasn't a conversation. It was a one-sided, right. do this, you know. And if you disagreed or had an opinion, you were disrespectful. Yeah. Not that you were yeah, a yeah. human with your own brain and your own emotions. Right. So I wouldn't even say confidently that I was taught communication. Like, there was definitely, like, snippets of my life where I saw what com- communication should have looked like. You know, mm-hmm. like, my mom did try her damnedest to like have some sort of like relationship with me sometimes versus just being the adult yeah to what little amount she knew you know but so I remember snippets like that but it wasn't consistent enough to teach me Mm -hmm. you know so like my form of communication is I want it this way so it should be that way yeah I mean yeah that's not how you talk to people no and that's the thing like so if I spoke to my mother the way that she was speaking to me I was disrespectful, right? But that's how you're being taught to speak. But it's okay for her to be disrespectful because she's the mom. She's the adult. Right. But it's not okay for me to feel like I'm being disrespected because I'm a kid and it doesn't matter. The whole, it goes to the whole like respect your elders thing, which I wholeheartedly do not agree with. And I would never force my child to have any respect for somebody, regardless of how old this persons were if that person did not have a mutual respect for me or my child i also agree with that statement because my son will not be taught respect your elders because i don't give a fuck if you're 90 i literally don't care my son is not gonna waste my his time being disrespected by you and in return yes stirring his way through Yeah, yeah no no absolutely not no 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 but um, it's crazy how bad the communication thing is because in your situation you couldn't speak that way because only adults could mm-hmm. but you couldn't feel disrespected because you for one shouldn't have feelings because you're a child Duh. uh-huh um, right <laughs> and even if but, i did they don't matter because theirs as an adult are more important you're only shown to speak in that one way right right so you were like you, there's no winning there's a reason ta- and then deciding there is a reason i hold everything inside <laughs> but that's exactly like, why and when people are like why are you fucked feelings? up and you're like i don't fucking know why am i fucked up right because huh? i wasn't allowed to have feelings as a child 
So now I God. feel like I'm still not allowed to have feelings. So the people when I have who told feelings, their kid not to cry, to uh, hate that, hate it. You know what? Here's They're what like, I'm stop crying. Do. Excuse me, you stop crying, bitch. After I was punching the mouth. When I get <laughs> married and have when I get married and have children, we're gonna have a mm-hmm. cry day. We're just gonna have a cry day once a month. We're all just gonna cry. Whatever you've got going on, just cry. Just cry it out. Just cry. We'll watch I mean, sad I'm here movies. For that. We'll watch sad movies so you can let it out in a way that doesn't feel weird. Mm-hmm. Like you can have it because I do that sometimes. If I'm feeling in a way, I will find the saddest movie to watch. Saddest movie. Oh, I yeah. used to do that shit just to cry, just mm-hmm. so I have like I used to a, do that shit. a quote unquote reason to cry. Mm-hmm. So like, like something I'm that gets you to that point. Yeah. To, we're just yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. Can I come over? Yeah, <laughs> we'll plan a whole thing. You, your son, Family cry your day. children, our husbands. Here for it. Yeah. We'll all we'll, just sob together. We'll like and then we'll laugh the about a- it after. Wait, wait. We'll crank the AC up so that we have to get like the big blankets out. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's real cozy. Here for it. Here Absolutely. for it. That reminds me of just this random thing. My mom used to put on these movies and like the way her couches were set up is I would always lay with my back towards her and then my legs over the other arm. Mm-hmm. So I was like laying in like a big chair. Right. And every time we would have like days like that where we we're just lounging around too fucking cold. So we're just cozy up in blankets. She would put on a movie and this bitch, peace and love my mother, she would look around the corner arm. She'd be like, are you crying? <laughs> is that? She's like, are you crying over there? And I'd be like, oh my God, don't call me out. Just let me cry. Are you having an emotional breakdown about this fake uh, movie? <laughs> I know. That's it so was so funny. funny. <laughs> That's anyway um uh, i have a big one ooh. and it's something that i struggle with to this day because of my mother i'll blame it on her but i'll also blame my grandparents um financial literacy money who is she don't know she money comes, comes in, she goes money out i don't know save it. <laughs> so oh, sheesh if you haven't listened, you know that my grandparents are rich, rich. Um, but yes, they were not always poor. rich, rich. Like they were like my grandmother grew up poor as dirt. Mm-hmm. My grand, my grandpa's family was a little bit well off because he was an only child, so like they just mm-hmm. didn't have as much stuff to pay for, you know. Right. But it was still like the thirties, <laughs> right? <laughs> like nobody was making everything more than was a like a couple of- cents, right? So. And then, you know, my grandpa was in the Navy. He w- became a dentist. My grandma never had a job. Mm-hmm. Not once in her adult life did she have a paycheck, a boss, or an employer. She did whatever she wanted to do. Literally, whatever her friends were doing, that's what she was doing. Because none of her friends had jobs either. Living her best life. So my mom grew up with this picture of a life. Right? Where, like, money wasn't Mm -hmm. a thing. Whatever you wanted, you got. If you wanted extra, you did chores. For fun, you would get a summer job so you could hang out Mm -hmm. with your friends every day. Like, (laughs) you know. So then becoming an adult, being told where to go to college, what to study, everything was paid for. And then she met my biological father and it just, her whole life fell apart because she Mm -hmm. thought that was the cool thing to do. And we've talked about this where I sometimes feel like I'm turning into my mom when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. 
because she was never taught about money. It was just something that was there until yeah. it wasn't. So then I was never taught about money. I mean, like, I turned 18. And you swiftly learned that. I turned 18. I enrolled in college. I immediately got a credit card to pay for my books. Immediately got another credit card to pay off that credit card. Got another one to pay that one. Like it was just like a snowball. Mm -hmm. Because that was what you did. That's what my mom did. She got credit card after credit card after loan after credit card. And then taxes would come in. She'd pay it all off. We'd go on vacation. She'd get another credit card. It was just like the way it was. Right. So that was the way that I lived. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) you're $40,000 in debt and you're 27. Oh god. I wish that I would have been taught more about credit scores, finances, investments. Just like actually yeah. using your money to work with you, not against you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel that because we are kind of past like obviously your grandparents had it, like had some sort of version of credit and money responsibility and investments in their own like ways, you know. But now, so the money is just so different. Yeah. And the way we use money is so different, you know? So the transition happened, like, with our moms. Right. And they didn't know how to deal with it. And they were just kind of fucking winging it. I mean, even to the point that the house that I am in currently Mm -hmm. and the property that it's on, I think my grandpa paid max $70,000 to have this house built on this property. Right, and now it goes the for, current like... Zillow estimate is almost a million dollars. Yeah, and that's why people my age can't buy a house. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that like a lot of older people just can't understand. Well, what do you mean you can't buy a house? I bought my first house when I was twenty. Well, yeah, it was twenty thousand dollars. Your looked, mortgage he, was. I eight hate when bucks. you say that. Like <laughs> she said, it was eight dollars. I mean, think about it. Twenty thousand dollars. On a 30-year fixed mortgage. I mean, yeah, it is what very, a it's like chump change. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, even like, you ever look at old, like, newspaper ads for, like, new cars? No. You've never seen, like, old ads from, like, the 60s where it was, like, a 66 Mustang for $5,000. <laughs> it's, like, brand new. That's a lot. Yeah. And you're like, it's I insane. can't even buy a shell of a car for $5,000 today. <laughs> Is a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Like that's the average price of a nice car. Yeah. And you wonder why like I know. there's it is... so many houseless people now. There's so many people dependent on the government. Because mm-hmm. money is I mean, not, if you're not what that's, it was. It's not. It's just simply not. And that is one thing I do really appreciate from growing up poor is mm-hmm. I wasn't taught money or finances or investments or anything but i was sure as hell taught the worth of a fucking dollar so now my ass is very good at not spending money i'm very good at saving money i'm very good at being on time with my bills i'm very good at am i good at investing and shit like that no yeah no 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 but am i good at using my money to its most the way that i know how absolutely mm-hmm. but it's you- because go ahead I'd say that is also a big difference between you and me is that when I started working, mm-hmm. my first job, I got paid $9 an hour. Mm-hmm. So I was paid less than that for your first job. Mm-hmm. 
I was paid like seven dollars and some change for my first job. Are you sure? Nine dollars yeah. was minimum wage when I got hired for my what job. Two thousand and seven. Nine dollars was not the minimum wage in two thousand seven. I am almost positive it was. Can you fact check this? Because I really feel like you're wrong in this very moment. Because I'm pretty sure I was making like seven dollars and some change for my very first job. Okay, it was seven eighty in two thousand seven. Yeah, I swear I was making seven dollars and some change. Maybe I didn't start at nine dollars. Maybe I started lower. Maybe I started at eight fifty. Because I think I was like, oh, it's fifty cents above minimum wage, and I was like excited about it. Because huh. in two thousand eight, maybe mine was nine twenty five, and I thought it was seven twenty five then. Let's see. But I really thought I was making seven dollars for some reason. I'm so convinced of that. When did you start working? Two thousand fourteen, thirteen. 2013 minimum wage was eight ninety five. Okay, so maybe I was making. No, I would have been making minimum wage, so that's probably what I was making. Right. So the fact that when, I, start, back to when I started working, minimum wage was a dollar less than when you started working. Mm-hmm. And there was also a financial crisis when I started working. Mm-hmm. So the only time I ever really got like a note, like my raises were ten fifteen cents, unless minimum wage went up right and only Unless, if i was like, making actually minimum done by wage. the state so they would this is how they would do it too is that if you were make they would hire you right above minimum wage and then right mm-hmm. before the year they would bump you up five or ten cents mm-hmm. so then if minimum wage went up 50 cents you were still five cents over so then they didn't have to give you a 50 cent raise they just gave you a five cent raise interesting but so it took a lot longer for me working in a position to get a higher rate because mm-hmm. by let's see yeah because i guess by 2013 i would have been making 11 dollars an hour and that was seven years out of college or out of high school all right versus your seven years out of high school well which would be like now way more than i was seven years out of high school well but i feel like the worth of a dollar is so drastic. Like the change from 2013 to now. I mean, yeah, it's 10 years. Is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because me and my but, sister have also had this conversation because when she started working, same mm-hmm. thing. She, star- she started at what I was making after working for five years. Oh, so like that's what you're saying. It's like you're, you, whoever is younger just jumps in. Right. They just jump in at the same rate. And you're like, I worked so hard for this. Yeah. Like, I went into debt to make this. And you're starting at this? Yeah. So I feel like the earlier you start working, the more disadvantaged you're at. If that I mean, sense. like, no, nah, because I feel like wise. that's still, I feel like that's still a thing, though, except the difference of it now is like, if you were to work at a job for 10 years and then you were to start the new hire that they're paying, three dollars more yeah because right. they're new they need people you know whatever oh, yeah i feel like, I feel like the that is same. garbage but money overall is for sure i mean it's different it's very different every well i feel like every met every like stage of money needs to be taught yes like the worth of a penny the worth mm-hmm. of a dollar but then also like what's going on in the world financially yeah 
like right now kids well, should be learning about like, bitcoin they should know they should be learning about the stock market they should be learning right. about what causes crashes and what causes increases mm-hmm. those, those are Most things definitely. people should be taught and they're not you're just like yeah you so know or you don't you know, or like how people use rapid cash so like it's free money oh my mom did that like the payday loans yeah my mom did that constantly and you end up paying I've never like used twice one, as but much. The horror stories. Yeah. Well, yeah, because their interest rates are like a hundred and twenty percent of the loan. So you that, can get yeah, a loan for a thousand dollars and end up paying twenty five hundred back. That's insane. That's how the poor stay poor, my friends. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, that's just bizarre. And again, those were things that nobody ever taught you about interest. God. Nobody ever explained I know. I feel it. like the financial one. It's a big one. I feel like it's part of the poor staying poor yeah and it's and once you're like in it it's so hard to like climb out of it and that's the thing is they tell you like money comes and goes but like you say it a lot faster than the money be coming you know what i'm saying right it goes way quicker (laughs) than it comes in like you're not paying off forty thousand dollars in six months by just putting an extra payment there are not like it took me what? 25 months and all of my money <laughs> i was just gonna say that. I was like 70 like, percent of my paychecks right that's what i was like in dedication because like you have to commit your lifestyle around that yeah and it was shitty yeah i feel like that is a big one for me too yeah the finances is just fucking. i feel like that's a big one for a lot of people i wish i would have been taught portents of voting oh same are you even registered yeah oh, okay but I wasn't for a long time. I wouldn't say a long time because I'm only 25. But I wasn't for a minute there. But just the importance of it because I had a very unpolitical family. Mm-hmm. And they were like, avoid at all costs. Avoid, avoid. Right. Like, One of those, it. like, it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah. One of those. Like, nothing, it's not going to change anything like that right. mentality. Or it's not going to change for us. It might change it for rich people. But it's not going to change anything for us. Right. Right. And I so just wish that point? was like translated. That at Being involved in no. government is actually important. Right. Like at hindsight, I mean, no, you might not see a difference. But the but bigger picture. But you also picture... might see differences. I mean, look at what's taken place just in the last year in our government. Right. That's what I'm saying. gone back like, 50 years. Women don't have any rights anymore because of people I would who were voted in. much rather vote and nothing happen or not see it affect me directly then not vote and shit hits the fan and then yeah 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 110 mm-hmm. percent. and i had to like teach myself and like convince myself and like find reasons for myself why voting was important yeah i mean and definitely, jumping like, into politics is intimidating oh it is and it's like this is the thing too is that like you can hear something from somebody and be like wow that's fact and then hear something totally completely opposite from somebody else and be like Wait, is that fact? Yeah, it's How so intimidating. How do I know what's real and what's not? You just have to like pick a side, and, and it's also the side you're on is like the one. Yeah, and it's so manipulative. Oh, it is. Just like the whole thing. So like mm-hmm. diving into that and like seeing like how fucked up it really is. Yeah, it's a fucking journey to say the least. Yeah, it's a fucking journey. Yeah, and I was not explained that at all. No, I mean, when I... Even in school, I wasn't. 
Like I went through government, but it didn't say, but it went through more so like the tiers of how things go through. Mm -hmm. But it didn't teach me necessarily the political side of and how voting matters and personal views and how they directly correlate whether we like it or not or, you know. See, and I think like my senior year, we definitely dug deep into it. But that was like mm-hmm. when Obama was campaigning and it was like history being made. This first black president, like it was a huge mm-hmm. thing, especially for. But is that why you guys like, talked about it? Yeah, that's exactly why we talked like, about it. Like because it was it was, it was like... a historical moment. So you as somebody who was going to be 18 at the time of this, you had to go vote, go vote. You have to. It's a historical thing. You need to be a part mm-hmm. of it. Like, that's what it was. It wasn't about the politics. It was about not the like this has it. to be, this is, should be something you do through and through, regardless of what's right. happening. But also, it's, this really lit thing is happening. It's be a part of history. Say you did it. Yeah. Versus, like, you know, this is take, the way of the world. The time, we need to do this. Figure out what you believe in, what causes mm-hmm. are true to you, and find somebody who aligns with those and vote for right like that was never yeah explained. it was a you're just supposed to do it so do it not the real reason you should be doing it yeah 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 for sure i just don't think it's pushed no not at all and it's unfortunate because yeah. all these things go hand in hand <laughs> yeah you know what like, i'm saying all of like, these things like tie to the next one yeah for sure like even f- all the way from the beginning like the whole body acceptance and like my body as a temple energy mm-hmm. if that was taught through and through the mindset going into a lot of political stances would not be the way they are oh 100 percent. like those seem two very extreme things but they're they connected they're connected for sure one thing that i'm gonna say real quick and then we're not gonna get into it because it could go on i hate i don't hate I dislike that I was raised around a lot of organized religion mm-hmm. and being told that that was the only way to live. Mm. Like, do you wish you, are you saying you wish you were told that you can believe in whatever you want to believe in and versus being like, this is the God and the only a, God? Just because a book says it's wrong doesn't mean it's wrong. Like, there are things that my very Catholic grandmother will post on Facebook and it makes me want to rip her apart. There were things that she posts that I think, like, she talks about abortion a lot. And I'm like, well, if you only knew, you would probably right. disown me. But then right. she'll turn around and post a whole thing about, like, gay relationships and, like, how it shouldn't matter. And you shouldn't judge somebody for living their life that way. And I'm like, five minutes ago, you were ripping people apart for having an abortion. Uh-huh. Now you're saying that the Bible says you're not supposed to judge. and You're supposed to love your neighbor as they are. Mm-hmm. Well, pick a fucking side. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. <sighs> but being that raised that if, you know, having a lot of religion on both sides of my family, mm-hmm. not that I, like, we never, like, my home itself was never a religious place. Mm-hmm. But, like, when we went to do Christmas. Like the surrounding. My biological father was not a big fan of organized religion. 
or holidays because mm -hmm. holidays were pagan holidays, not Christian holidays. So why are we celebrating them if you're so Christian, right? Okay. So it would become yeah. this whole right. It would become this whole thing every, <laughs> time. every time. But living with an aunt and uncle who are like diehard Christians, love them to death. But mm -hmm. being told that if I did anything that the Bible told me not to do, I was going to burn in hell. <laughs> One extreme to the other. Not that you are a human, you have a brain, you have your own emotions, you have your own feelings. Mm -hmm. Live your life the best way that you can. And if you need family, we're going to be here for you. If you Man. need to make a decision for yourself, make that decision. We're going to support it. I, I did not grow up in a religious household. But I have had randomly, like, pops of just, like, fake religious, you know? Like, when they aren't practicing or they don't really, but when it's convenient for them, all of a sudden they're like, oh, but God, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but I can see how it would be so clouding of just you being a human and you having wants and desires or questions or concerns about things, okay. you know? Right. And feeling like that, like, if half my family knew the things that I did, if half my family knew the things I've been through, mm -hmm. they would judge me more than anybody else. Yeah. Because that's of the religion. Even though the yeah. Bible says, thou shall not judge. They be judging. Ooh, they be judging hard. Yeah. I feel like a religion is just a whole other debacle, but it does have regardless if it's like directly affecting you or like side affecting you or you just hear about it like there it right. definitely has its red flags for sure right like i don't regret a single decision i've ever made i am not ashamed mm -hmm. of any decision i've ever made but when i read these things that my grandmother or my aunt or somebody that i love and respect mm -hmm. has these feelings and opinions i instantly feel guilty well yeah because you're doing these things that they say are so disgusting right that like you shouldn't walk this planet if you're gonna make these choices but then like they step outside of reality to say those things because that's not a real life but then i'm like i am your blood i am your dna i am your grandchild right that's i'm like that's not are you real, telling like... me that the decisions i made for myself are wrong not that yeah. you're my grandchild and i love you and i'm gonna support you and what you need like, that's a hard thing for me. And that's something that, like, I have a hard time. Wait, because, like, what are you going to do? Go home and fight your grandma? Right. Like, Am I going to call her out on Facebook? Right. Like, you're She's a widow. Like, I, I can't, like, I, I can't point, say anything. Your grandma's old as shit. You can fight tooth and nail till the day she dies trying to get her to change her views. But right. then you're low-key putting aside the things that you appreciate in the time that you could be appreciating because of that. You know, so mm -hmm. it's definitely an uphill battle just... And see, that's situations one thing like that in general the grandmother that i live with does not care one way or the other it doesn't affect her life so do whatever you want mm -hmm. not gonna lie at first when you brought this up i was th i thought about the grandma that i love of yours and mm -hmm. i was like are we gonna have to fight her no 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 like, i'll go one. talk to her right now and then the you said one. yeah you hinted at that and i was like oh. <laughs> no 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 my grandma now is like whatever whatever makes you happy she's just gonna give you the raised eyebrows okay yeah okay, be that's safe what, that's what you're gonna do have a good time <laughs> be yeah, safe. that's exactly what it is that's well funny. be safe yeah <laughs> versus my other grandma's like you're gonna burn in hell I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna rock am i yeah 
<laughs> but anyway. Okay, last, last one. I wish I was that there was value in traveling. There was value in experiences. And there was value in learning about other cultures. That was not something that I was for raised to learn. I mean, we did go to a lot of museums as a child because they were cheap. Right. So I learned a lot of things about cultures in our area. But outside of that, it was, uh, this is something we're doing because it's cheap or free and it'll keep you guys busy for a few hours. As much as the other ones like hit home, if you say, if you want to say. This one specifically, the biggest, not regret, but the biggest thing I wish I could change about like my growing up in my childhood Mm-hmm. would be that ignorance is not a green flag right like it's not ig- as ignorance as isn't yeah it isn't blissful and it's not something you should strive to be mm-hmm. like the more information that you have on other cultures or other places or other governments or other opinions or other fuck communication styles other people's bodies other people's religious or political views other just all of those things the more knowledge is better versus being like oh just stay young and dumb forever or like if you ignore it it doesn't matter right or you don't have to go there because like what are you going to see a tree an ocean we have those here you know like no Mm-hmm. It's completely fucking different. We don't have that culture. We don't have that food. We don't have that yeah. way of life. We don't have that sense of community. We don't have, you know what I mean? Like there's so many things. I mean, even now I talk about different countries I want to go to. And my mom's first response is, why would you go there? It's dangerous. That's what I mean. Like, And I go, do you know where we live? Do you know how many people will not travel to the U.S. because of how dangerous it is here? And that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like people are just like pure ignorant and just okay with it. Yeah. And like I was, I grew up thinking that like not knowing was okay or not knowing was. Well, I don't know. So whatever. Yeah. Just like I don't got to see it. It's fine. That affects other people, not me. I can. Yeah. Like that's such an idiotic like or tiny the, brain move. I haven't experienced that. So it's not real. Yeah. It's like. Oh, I hate it here. <laughs> I literally hate that shit. Yeah, yeah. Trying to be crazy. <sighs> Goodness fuck. But yeah, that one probably, especially my lifestyle that I'm living right now and the things that I am directly involved in mm-hmm. at this very moment, I would definitely say it's more apparent now than ever why yeah. when I'm ignorant to things and I just don't know because they should have been things I was told or just I haven't been around or experienced to know. Right. Like playing the dumb card is not like do the research it's not a move yeah like so you know what i don't know a lot about this but i'm gonna take the time and the effort to put the research in and learn about Mm -hmm. it versus the oh i don't know so i don't care right because there's a lot of things that i feel like i should know that i just simply fucking don't so i'm constantly i feel like i'm playing like catch up to the world you know and that's with just the lack of traveling lack of experiencing other communities or other cultures or other people's way of living Mm -hmm. in any way shape or form you know yeah i've only known the little box of (laughs) we know i didn't even go to vancouver so yeah we didn't even go on a 20 minute road trip so yeah i mean i feel like anything outside of the quote-unquote mediocre white norm Mm -hmm. is scary and weird and you know like that's what i was always 
taught, basically. If it doesn't fit into this mediocre white box, Mm -hmm. then it's weird. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. We're not going to spend the time to learn. Right. Yeah. And And I would say that's the biggest thing that I work my damnedest at unteaching myself every single day and making it a point to like do better, you know, every single day. That's why when you said that, I was like, oh, God, that one. I mean, even just experiencing different cultures, food. That's what I mean. Like, because that's the little thing. You you and I have spent, I feel like the last few years have like made a point to try more ethnic restaurants and do more, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm not a big fan of American food, neither are you. So, yeah. I feel like we try more things. When I talk to my mom about, oh, we went to this Vietnamese place, or we went to this Russian place, or I found mm-hmm. this German, she's like, ooh, that's weird. Oh, that doesn't, I don't know if I could ever eat there. And I'm like, what, you think they're serving up the dog that ran across the street? Like, Honestly, they do be thinking of the worst, and that shit is so annoying, because it's yeah. so discouraging. You're like, bro, they think this shit is weird. What do you mean? Right. They think the like fact that you just has- poured... 12 ounces of ketchup on a fried potato is weird <laughs> exactly my point like everywhere ha- is gonna have bad all right and good you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like it doesn't matter what label different, you put in the front right like different doesn't mean bad right that's just and that's, so annoying i think that's like the biggest like general statement about this whole episode is that different is not bad different doesn't yeah. mean bad yeah different for real i feel like that statement brings it all the fuck around yeah because that is what it is. People not being able to cope with something that isn't a mirrored image of themselves. Mm-hmm. And then and now we're that, trying to redo that. I think that's the biggest problem with the whole world. Is that everybody thinks they're superior. And because you're different, you're not. And I disagree. It's trash. Yeah. I disagree yeah. too. It's trash. Could you imagine how boring the world would be if everybody was the same? I couldn't. We'd be just looking at a gray wall. That would be the equivalent. Right. We'd just be staring at a gray wall. I would lose my <laughs> mind. I couldn't do it. Yeah. No. Okay, that's all I got. Yeah, same. Just do better. Be better. Be better. Do better. Experience things. And learn. Embrace things. Stop judging people. <laughs> the way somebody chooses to live their life does not affect your life in any way. Leave them the so fuck alone, to be honest. No. <laughs> if a man decides they want to wear a skirt and high heels, that does not affect your job, your money, your bills, your children, your life. Let it go. Honestly. If a woman chooses to have an abortion, that does not affect your life, your paycheck, your <laughs> job. It doesn't matter. Uh, yep. Yeah. One last. The world makes me angry. Yeah, honestly, one last food for that. Mm-hmm. I hate <laughs> when people just dig at reasons why it's affecting them and why it's their problem yeah i have the i have this fight all the time with my siblings is they'll get mad about something i go how does that affect you well because like you're digging well how how does that change your daily routine it literally does not it doesn't change that's the secret stop giving a fuck about shit that like who the fuck are you you know what i'm saying Right, like if it does not affect your daily routine, if it does mm-hmm. not directly affect your health, close your eyes if you don't want to look at it. Change the channel. Close your eyes. If you don't want That's abortion, fine. don't have one. You don't want gay marriage, don't get gay married. <laughs> don't get gay married. Do you remember That's people used to say that? Like, don't get gay married. If you don't like it, don't do it. 
Don't judge other people for liking it. <laughs> There's a lot anyway. of things you like that I don't judge you about. <laughs> that's a point. That's, that's, that's why we're here. True. I is judge I'm... you so hard sometimes. I know, but we're still here. That's the thing is we can have constructive criticism right. and jokingly laugh it off. Like because I'm a nerd and because you are not, it does not devalue me as a person on this earth. Well. And there's Tara. <laughs> Goodbye. We're leaving. Hey, love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys, can you scroll down real fast to the show notes? Click on one of the links. Doesn't matter which one. Just click on one of them and then push the follow button. Love you, mom. Okay, bye. Bye.